Welcome to the Sunday morning podcast from Kingdom Faith Church in Horsham. This message is by Clive Urquhart. Hey guys, we're not here for church, for a Sunday morning meeting. We're not here just to fulfill a function. You and I, we are kingdom people. When you were born again, you were birthed into a kingdom. You weren't just given personal salvation to make you feel better and to have a slightly better life. You were brought into a kingdom. It's called the kingdom of God. That kingdom has a king. His name is Jesus Christ. In any kingdom, the king rules and reigns. And those that are with Him, He gives authority to rule and reign with Him as the King. And He looks at you and I and He says, You are heirs of my kingdom. You rule and reign with me as co-heirs with Christ. Because we're seated with Christ at the right hand of God. And there's something deep, there's something on the inside of you this morning that's got absolutely nothing to do with your feelings. It's got nothing to do with your circumstances. It's all to do with who Christ is in you on the inside. And He's called the Lion of Judah. How many of you are alive here this morning? How many of you are glad you came this morning? There's a roar on the inside of you, sir. There's a roar inside of your wife too. There's a roar inside the people around this table, that table, this one. There's a roar in every person in this room that knows Jesus Christ as their Lord and Saviour. We are here as a kingdom people and we are alive. We're saved into the kingdom of God for a kingdom mission and for a kingdom purpose. We're not here to have a nice Christian life for God to tickle us on a Sunday or or the Holy Spirit to be here for our benefit. No, we've been brought into a kingdom as sons and God, empowered by His Spirit to be those who He's called us to be, to live boldly and confidently before Him because there is no shame in the kingdom. There is no guilt in the kingdom. There is no worthlessness in the kingdom because He has made you worthy because of who He is and what He's done for you and who He is in you. Some of us need to hear this today on online. We need to hear this. See, this culture of grace that God is talking about is not a nice, oh, lovely grace. Thank you, Lord, for your grace. Oh, I love your grace. Thank you, Lord. No, no, no. His grace, the word grace means to enable. Grace doesn't mean I'll just sit back and consume. No, grace means God's enabling. God's enabling life. God's enabling power. God's enabling of who He is in us to be who He's called us to be. That's what His grace means. Are you all right this morning? You don't mind me. I can't help it. Whether you like this or not, I don't, I'm not real. I don't mind, okay? 
because we are here for God's kingdom purposes. We're not here just to be a local church, to have a nice little message to tickle you so you have a nice week this week. We're here to be an apostolic church. We're here with a spirit of faith and revival. We're here to see breakthroughs, not only in our own lives, but for those in our community, town, region and nation that are under the power and the control of the devil in their lives. We're here to see breakthrough and release in our nation in an unprecedented way, in a way that we've never read about before, never heard about before and have not seen before. These are the days that we are in and God is bringing us into. God is on the move, but there's still more. God is releasing who He is, but there is more. Don't say, when is God gonna move? He's moving, but He's gonna move more. Don't wait for when He's gonna move. If you're waiting, He'll never move because you'll always be waiting. But if you get hold of what God is saying and doing at this time, in our life together, what He is releasing amongst us at this time, whether on a Sunday or an encounter night, every encounter night recently has been phenomenal because God is releasing something fresh of Himself amongst us so that we live more fully in Him. So God is on the move today. How much He is on the move in your life will will be determined by how much you respond to Him in these days. God will never ever violate your will. He'll never do anything that you don't invite Him to do. He'll never do anything unless you respond to Him. If we wait, God's waiting. If we just stand there and go, well, I'm waiting for you, God. He said, I'm waiting for you. Because He's already given the invitation for us to respond. He's already speaking and working and moving. And what we do when we worship, we are lifting our lives, our hands in this context. We're taking hold of Him with every fibre of our being. We're not doing God a favour by worshipping. Everything in your life is worship. When you have a shower, you're worshipping Jesus. When you have your breakfast, you're worshipping. When you spend time with your family, it's worship. When you greet somebody on the door when they come in, it's worship. Somebody might be standing up here with a guitar. It looks like they're worshipping but just standing there with a guitar and wanting to lead is worship. During the message this morning, you're going to have an opportunity to share and pray together. That's worship. The way you are with people in the hub afterwards or at home and you're talking and sharing, it's worship. We don't want to confine worship to just singing a song or, or praying, singing out in tongues or something like that. That is worship. But worship's far more than that. And God has called us to live worship in our lives constantly. And this is why He's speaking to us about this overflowing life at this time, so that our life is a life of worship. When the Israelites lost the fear and reverence of God in the Old Testament, they went to fight the Philistines and they they lost. And they came back and they're like, God, this is, you know, so they said, let's get the ark as if it was a rabbit's foot. Let's take the ark into and fight the Philistines. Well, 5,000 Israelites died in the first battle. When they then went with the ark, that they thought, well, if we take the, the ark, God's presence, our rabbit foot, our little lucky charm, we're going to overtake the Philistines. And the Philistines beat them and 30,000 Israelites got killed. And the, and the, and the Philistines stole the ark and, and it was like, what is going on? 
And they were, they were complaining and this, that and the other. They'd lost the reverence and fear and awe of God amongst them as a people. And, and so they were being overcome by the enemy and they'd, take it, they'd taken the presence of God for granted in that sense, in that context. And what then happened is all, all, lots of problems broke out with the Philistines because of God, the presence of God in the ark. And they didn't want it, put it on a cart and sent it back. But during that time, the high priest at the time ended up dying. His two sons who didn't have any fear of the Lord died. Others kept dying around them they took the fear of the, the, the ark and they put it in someone's home because they were like we can't bring this up to Jerusalem because there's too much stuff going on and what happened over a period of time when they saw what happened when the ark was in somebody's house and how blessed they were a reverence and awe began to come back to the people of, of Israel and, and it came to without it's a very long story but cut very short it's a whole whatever message here but When the awe and the reverence and the fear began to come back to them, that's when they took the ark back up to Jerusalem. And even when Uzzah took his hand out because it was going to fall off and he died, it was even more reverence and fear. And what they did, they realised we can't put the ark on a, on, a, on a cart. We have to do it properly, as God said, on poles. And once they put it on poles and the fear of the Lord was amongst them in a fresh way, listen to this, for 11 and a half miles, every six feet, they stopped, set up an altar and worshipped God picked it up, went six feet, made another altar, worship God. Six is the number of man. Seven is, right. And so they, they were kind of like, right, we can't do anything in our own strength anymore. And so this awe and reverence. And then when the, the ark came back in Jerusalem, I don't know how long it took them to do six feet worship, six feet worship, 11 and a half miles. <laughs> Probably took a long time. But when the ark came into Jerusalem, David, he says he danced, you know, with his undergarments. I'm not going to do that for you this morning, but he danced in his undergarments. And uh, he said, and I might be even more undignified than this. Why? And, and the place was going off the charts because the fear of God had come back to the people of God. And then they started getting victories and they started overcoming and all the things like, you know, why I'm saying this morning is not because we've lost the fear of God. We want to make sure that we don't lose fear, reverence, awe of God. That we never ever take Him for granted. God is not our lucky rabbit's foot. We bring Him out when we need Him or when there's a tough moment. He is the Holy One. He's the Mighty One. He's the awesome God. And there's a reverence and awe that God wants to bring upon the church in this nation. We don't treat him just as a slot machine, get him to do what we want, but an awe and reverence of who God is once again. And that's when God begins to break out. And God is breaking out already. It's like Colin said a few minutes ago, we respond and we take steps forward. It's interesting, he didn't know about this story we respond and then there's more release. We respond, there's more release. And that was happening when they were worshipping. Six feet, worship, more release. Six feet, worship, more release. Six feet, more. And as we go in what God is doing, there'll be more and more release. We're not waiting for a day where suddenly somebody, God drops something on the nation. No, He's already released His Spirit. We are full of His Spirit already. And as we worship, give our lives as worship, there's a great release of what we already have on the inside of us and through us and we'll see more and more and more and more take place. 
But it, it comes from a place of hunger, desire, longing in our lives. There's more we've got to do this morning, so I'm kind of nicking all the time. So I'm not speaking, somebody else is. But let's just pray. Father, we just thank You for all that You're doing. Father, I thank You for a hunger, a fire deep within our bellies, in our spirit. A longing, hunger to know You. Throwing off every shackle, every bit of rubbish the enemy wants to throw on our lives. We thank You for a release that's taking place. I thank You for healing right now in people's bodies, in this room and at home, people's bodies being healed right now. Symptoms, cycles of sickness being broken, shattered off people's lives. Father, I thank You for the release of who You are in people's physical being right now. Just take what is Yours. It is Yours. It belongs to You. Jesus won it on the cross. He said, this is Yours. Take it. So that's mine. It's my healing. I thank You for respiratory issues being healed, muscle disorders being healed, bones that are grinding and clicking in joints be healed right now in Jesus' Name. Stop clicking and grinding in the Name of Jesus. And I command limbs and bones to be healed now. Be free from that infirmity. Now, arthritis, go in the Name of Jesus. Blood disorders, leave right now. Respiratory issues, go in the Name of Jesus. Dyspraxia, dyslexia, go right now in Jesus' Name. Get out of people's brains. And I command brains, to the electrical connections to come into order right now in the Name of Jesus. Be healed, be restored right now. Think straight, write straight, read straight. Be healed right now. We are not going to put up with infirmities and sickness and ailments any longer amongst who we are. A place of health and wholeness. Every life, every marriage, every home, every family, every household. A place of health and wholeness and reverence and awe. Because we serve the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Back issues, be healed right now. Somebody has a spine condition all the way down your spine. It's got a name, I don't know what it is. By name. But I command the spine be healed now in the Name of Jesus. Every disease, get out of those bones now in Jesus' Name. Straighten up, be healed right now, right now. Hip joints that are out of alignment, be aligned now in the Name of Jesus. Come into line. Every hip joint that is out of alignment, be healed now, come into alignment. Whether you're at home, in here, wherever you are, be healed now in the Name of Jesus. Now, straighten up, be aligned. Oppression, depression, I command you, get off of people's lives now in the Name of Jesus. I speak to people's minds, be free from every oppression, every attack of depression, every heaviness, every confusion. Get out of those people's minds, heads and lives now in the Name of Jesus. Whoever that is, whoever you are, be free from that now in the Name of Jesus. Now be free. Let's hold our hands up in reverence and awe before Him. It doesn't matter what you're feeling like this morning.
If you're feeling rubbish, the very thing you want to do, then get your hands in the air. Lift them to who He is. Let His face shine upon you. Every lie of the enemy, I break it over your life right now that says you're unworthy, that says you're not good enough. I break that lie right now in Jesus' Name. And the truth of God's Word and His love into your life is, I have made you worthy. I have made you worthy. You are acceptable in my sight. You're a child of mine. You belong to me. You are my beloved. And I reach through the lattice right into your heart and life right now with my love, my acceptance and my fullness in you right now. Know that you are loved. Father, I thank you for that revelation of your love. I tell you, God wants a free church. God wants a free church. He wants a liberated people. Sorry, I'm a bit on one this morning. Can't help it. We've got to allow God to break in and do what He wants to do. Amen. I don't know, I don't know whatever you're thinking this morning. I'd rather have God do what He wants to do than us just go through whatever we've planned. Jesus, we're here to honour You. We're here to lay our lives down for You. There's nothing else worth laying our lives down for. We don't want to live in the con of the spirit of this age that says if you have this, you're going to have a better life. Or if you have the other, things are going to go well with You. Father, we just surrender afresh to You under Your Lordship. That's got to be a prayer of Your own heart and life at this moment can't really pray a we prayer like that. It's got to be an I prayer. Father, I surrender afresh to You. I lay my life down afresh before You. I'm not my own. I've been bought with a price. You're my, I belong to You. You're mine and I'm Yours. I thank You. You've made me worthy in Your sight, holy and blameless before You. Thank You that enables me to receive everything of who You are, but also reciprocate and give You everything that I am too. Thank you, you enabled me to live in the fullness and the abundance of the life that you've given without limit, without measure, without having to look over my shoulder because everything from the past has been cut off of my life because of who you are. Holy Spirit, bring me more into the revelation of the truth of who you are, who I am in Christ and who Christ is in me. Let that resonate through every fibre of my being in a way it never has before. That I never live down, I always live up. Jane and I were at something yesterday in Leicester. Phenomenal time, powerful, prophetic conference. And in one of the worship times, something that came out. The world says you've got to go higher and do this, that and the other to attain everything that you want to attain in life. And something was said, what is the new sound? What is the new sound of what God is doing? And they said, in the context of this flow and prophetic stuff is coming out, the new sound is surrender. <laughs> I, you know, it's surrender. And then they followed that in the context. They hadn't thought about this before. In the middle of that, 
lots of people on their knees and before God. And, and then one of them said on the stage, whatever, and the, the floor is the new door. The floor is the new door. And it'd be so easy, wouldn't it, to think, well, you know, we've, where's the breakthrough? Where's the release? It's here, it's here, it's here. And it's like God was saying, what's the new sound of what God is doing? Yes, there's a roar, okay? That's all part of it. But we're only going to roar in the way that God wants if there's surrender. Because everything God does in us is by His Spirit. And even a roar can't just be like, oh, I'm having a go. You know, there's got to be something released by the Spirit. But it comes through surrender. And then that phrase, the floor is the new door. Wow. Let's just get on our knees before Him for a moment, if you can do. If you can't physically get on your knees, just maybe just sit there and just bow your head for a moment as if it's like you're on your knees. And let's just get on the floor for a moment. I'm sorry this is sort of interrupt. Well, I'm not sorry really, but um, it kind of interrupted what we were going to be doing. But the floor is the new door. Surrender is, the new, is, is part of the sound of what God is doing. And whether you're at home or in the room here, wherever you are, Father, we just, I, I can't pray this for you. We all have to pray a personal response in this moment. Father, I surrender fresh to you. I want to go to the floor because it's the new door. The floor is the door. It's the way through in terms of what you're doing. It's not all our achievements and what we can do for you. There's nothing we can do for you because even everything that you do through us is done by you. (laughs) So Father, we hit the floor in a fresh way. Father, I just pray on behalf of who we are as Kingdom Faith, that you would find us on the floor. You would find us in a place of surrender. You would find us in a place of humility. Father, I just pray you would find us chasing you and not chasing anything else in life. That even in our work life, we'd allow you to promote us. We would allow you to do whatever you want to do in our workplace that we're not chasing a promotion, we're not chasing a pay rise, we're not chasing this, that and the other, more stuff in our lives. So that we feel like I've accomplished something now at my age and la la la, my my life now sort of, you know, is comparable with everybody else's. Father, is anything like that going on in our lives? Father, I just pray you'd speak into our hearts and lives that we don't chase, the thing that we're chasing is you. And your, your, your word says that if we seek first your kingdom and righteousness, everything else will be added. Whatever you want to add, it's down to you to add. But you want a people who are seeking first your kingdom and righteousness. We're going after you and your purposes more than ever before. Father, we praise you, we exalt you. In the prayer meeting the other day, last Sunday morning, I don't want to steal his thunder here. 
But I just believe in this moment, it's right to share it. I wasn't actually there, so I've only heard what was, and maybe we'll get him to share it on a Sunday. I don't even know if Nick's here today. I'm not sure who's here in one sense. But in the prayer meeting the other day, it's powerful. And a lot of the people that were there said it was like, it was just powerful. And what he shared was, this is what he said, the kitchen is closed. The silver tray service is over. This is what God, God woke him up in the night and said this to him. The kitchen is closed. The silver tray service is over. It's time for bring and share because everybody has a part to play, something to bring and share and contribute. Wednesday night, Rachel Larkin in the encounter night came over and said, hey, I think I've got something. We're like, brilliant, come on, let's give it. And she, she shared what she had, she gave what she had and it actually released what, what God wanted to do in the next part of the meeting. And that's happened a few times over the last few weeks. People that in quotes, aren't on the leadership team in that sense. I've come and said, hey, I've got something. And we yeah, bring it, share it, release it. And it's release God, release something in the next part of whatever's been going on. And in these days going forward, it's not going to be about silver tray service in terms of just whoever we're used to just bringing something, we come receive and we go, yeah, that was good or it wasn't or I like this or I didn't like that or anything, you know. It's like, no, it's time for bring and share. Everybody has a part to play. Everybody has something to release. And, and none of those people that shared what they did on the platform here and some of the encounter nights recently and whatever other settings they've been in, None of them thought beforehand, I'm going to share something tonight or in this context. It's just in the moment, God gave them something and they had the confidence, the, the boldness to come and say, hey, in, in fear and trembling. I mean, people were like, I don't, want to, I don't want to go up there. I'm just sharing what I had. And we're like, no, you're coming up. You've got to release it. Some of you might be thinking, I'm never going to say anything in encounter tonight because you want me to get up there and say it. <laughs> you know? But every person in here, online, or at home, who knows Jesus, you are so rich in God. You have so much gold on the inside of you in Christ. So much to release, so much to give, so much to share. And God wants to release that in these coming weeks and months. And it, Okay, there might be the odd, there might be situations up here where you, you know, but God's not talking about releasing it in a meeting. The only what He's talking about is, is seeing things released in our lives, who He is, His life, His power, His healing, His grace, His salvation. Everybody's bringing share time, bringing share time. God will show us how to work that out and what that looks like. But you have. Well, the same as I have. Father, I just thank you for a fresh release of your spirit in these days. In kingdom faith, all those related and connected to who we are. 
I thank You for the spirit of faith and revival, breakthrough and release. That we operate and move in together as a body, as a people. Father, I thank You that there are no passengers because You've called us all to be players on the field of what You're doing. Thank You there are no spectators because there are no stands to sit in and spectate. It's just the field of play to join and be part of. On the front line with that stick and raising the banner that you've already given that, us that charge with. And Father, I thank you. You're releasing your grace in a fresh way over these past weeks so that yes, we can respond to you where there are things in our lives that are not lined up with you. Your grace to enable us to respond, to open up, to share, to get things out into the light so the power of those things can be broken off us, whether it's shame and guilt and all of those things and that you're dealing with all of that stuff so that there can be an even greater release of who you are in us and through us so that your purposes can be fulfilled even more because of what you're doing amongst us. Father, I thank You for every person in this room, every person at home. Father, I thank You, You've called them by name to be here. None of them are here by accident. None, nobody's here by chance. You are here in this room today. You are connected in online today, whatever congregation you're in or, or whether you're from further afield, you're here by calling. You're here because of a divine connection that God has brought you in to be part of the body, part of this fellowship, part of sharing our lives because you are part of the bring and share. You're part of what He wants to do, part of what He wants to release. You're part of that. You're an integral part of what God is doing. Nobody's on the fringes. Nobody's here. There. We're all in right in where God wants us to be and all He wants from us is a yes Jesus I'll be part of what you're doing yes I'll give myself to whatever you're doing whatever it takes I'm there I'm part of it and God knows our lives He knows our jobs He knows we have families we know we have skin He knows we have the stuff of life that we have to do but as we surrender all of that to Him our lives to Him He knows how to lead us to navigate His purposes in the lives that each one of us are living. There's, and I heard somebody speak the other day and they said, there is always time for the will of God, always. That's a brilliant statement. There's always time for the will of God. That if we are surrendering our lives to Him, there's always time for His will to be at work in us and through us. So Father, I just thank You for Your grace, for us to know that how to, our lives should be individually with everything that's involved in each of our lives, the context we're in with our jobs and family and all of that. I thank You for the wisdom at this time to know how to navigate that so that Your will always has time to be worked in us and through us. So Father, we praise You, we thank You. We will give You the glory and the honour this morning. We lift your name high, Jesus. We lift your name high, Jesus. Let's just get to our feet for a moment. I just want you to get with at least one person around your table. Next couple of minutes, just pray for one another. 
pray for one another, bless one another, encourage one another. Just, just get a hold of them right now. Get together, pray at home. If you're at home with others in your lounge, wherever it is, get with someone, one or two people in your homes, all the guys doing church in the home this morning. Uh, just get with others right now in your room. Pray for them, bless them, speak God's goodness over them. Just release God this morning. Release His abundant blessing. Don't just pray a nice prayer in that sense and all of that, but just say, I bless you in the Name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, come upon them in a fresh way. Thank You that You release who You are into them, upon them. Work on that. Just do whatever You want to do, Holy Spirit, but just do what You want to do in them. Come and refresh them. Come and heal them. Come and revive them. Do whatever You want to do, Holy Spirit, but work amongst us in an unprecedented way. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Father, I thank you. You're coming after your bride. Thank you. You're coming after your bride. You are coming after your bride. Oh. Oh, God's releasing Himself through you to bless someone else. Oh, just let there be a release through you into their life right now, whether in here or at home, wherever you are. Let there be a release through you into them. If they're unwell, just put your hand on them and say, be healed in the Name of Jesus. Be healed right now in the Name of Jesus. Receive your healing. Be healthy. Be whole. Oh, just let Him be released through you. Jesus, 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 Jesus. You're here, you're here, you're here, you're here. You're here, you're at work, you're on the move, you're moving, you're moving, I thank You. You're releasing Your Spirit in a fresh way. Thank You that You're on the move, Father, I thank You. I praise Your Name. Jesus, 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 Jesus. <laughs> oh, He's so good. He's so good. Hey, Jesus, You're so good. You're so good. You're so good. <laughs> oh, He's so good. So good. There's a joy that God is releasing. Oh, there's a joy, a joy, a joy, the joy of His salvation, the joy of His abundant life. He's replaced ashes with joy. His abundant joy in our lives. Yeah, we can laugh in the face of the enemy. We can laugh in the face of opposition. We can laugh in the face of negativity. Why? Because we have the one who is joy on the inside of us.
The joy of the Lord is your strength. Oh, thank you, Lord. Let's lift our hands. Give him a shout of praise today. A shout of praise. Oh, a shout of release today. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. You are so worthy, so worthy, so worthy. Oh, he's so good. Isn't he so good? Are you glad you came this morning? Two of you, brilliant. The rest of you, and catch up some other time. You have so much in you. So much in you. It's phenomenal. His abundant goodness, grace, His overflowing life. Oh, and there's so much more that He's going to show of who He is. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Do you want to just grab a seat for a moment? There are one or two things we need to do this morning. Um, Now we were going to have Pastor Jonathan Dyke on a on a video. He's speaking in Worthing today, and the guys in Crawley are listening to that message. So I don't know Jade. Well, he won't know because he's in Worthing in the meeting at the moment, so he doesn't know that we haven't had his message. <laughs> <coughs> he won't mind. Um, so. I want to encourage you because he's bringing a message as part of this culture of grace uh, this morning. And um, great thing about it is you can watch it online later. It's about 30 or 40 minutes long. It's really, it's really good, actually. Just it's going through who we are in Christ. But he brings it in such a gracious way. It's brilliant um, in terms of how he brings it and everything. So I want to encourage you, as well as what God's been doing here this morning, uh, have a listen to that because it will just build on it, okay? Uh, take some time later in the day maybe and, and just have a watch um, rather than just thinking, oh, well, never mind, you know. Um, I, you know, when you, when you lead something, um, there's definitely plans and things that we put in place because in prayer that we know we need to do. But there's also times where You have to do what the Holy... Well, we always want to do what the Holy Spirit says, right? But there are moments like this morning where I didn't intend all of this to come out, but it's like, it's more important that we allow God to release what He wants to do, but not just in a meeting. See, when God's doing things like this, or the encounter nights, for example, it's not about a meeting. We need to understand that when we gather... It's, it's, it's what God is doing amongst us that we then live in the good of in our lives. And Encounter Night isn't just in the diary, for example, because we like to have a bit of worship and, and whatever and, and we want to fill the diary for, the, for people to come and do stuff in the church. The reason we want to encounter God because there's a purpose. And part of the purpose is because we want to know Him we want to encounter him. We want to allow him to do whatever he wants to do in us. 
but it's so that there's a greater release of his life in us so that that affects the way we live and how we are as a church so that when people come amongst us, what happens to them? It's not just, you know, what God wants to say. It's what happens when people are around our lives and everything. And, um, and so these days that we're in, they are so, so important at this time that we really need to understand what God is doing amongst us, but what He's, what he's saying to the church at this time that we must respond to, that we, we can never, ever, we can never, ever go back to just going to church on a Sunday or even doing things the way we did before COVID in that sense. God's used this whole time to disrupt a lot of things in the church generally. Done a lot of surgery and a lot of sorting out, a lot of changing of man's plans and how things operate and all of that. And one of the things God has spoke to us is that no two Sundays are to be the same. No encounter night is the same as the last. When you come together in a small group or another setting, it's not same old, same old. It's, we have to, every time we come together in whatever context, it's going to be different. That we come with an expectation. We come with a, wow, what's God going to do today? What's He going to be like today? How's He going to, but it's not what are these people going to do up here? Or what's the person going to do who's here? It's, it's what activated by you because it's bring and share. The reason we're having tables and we're going to carry on like this is because we want to give space and JD did this in the message. Sorry, I haven't done it this morning. But halfway through the message, I had a break for a few minutes where you could actually just share, process some things. And then a bit later on, another thing where you then prayed for one another and activate certain things. Why? Because it's bring and share. There's a release that God wants to, to do at this time. So it's really important that we understand what, what he's doing and why he's doing what he is doing in these days. Um, your homes, my home, our homes are going to become even more important. Church in the home. Some of the guys in Burgess Hill are all at home. In homes, not stay at home, but church in the home, meeting in community, in groups, sharing life, having breakfast, praying together, connecting in with this hanging out afterwards, all of that, sharing life. And half the time they're there till three or four o'clock in people's homes. Why? Because they're sharing life and things are growing. They're having new people getting added because stuff's happening. It's a bit like that in Worthing, alternate weeks like that in, in Worthing. And, and, and around here, there's an element of that. We're using the tables and sharing and opening up our hearts and lives. Why? Because it's time for everybody to be activated and released in terms of what God's doing. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources from Kingdom Faith and our other audio and video podcasts, please visit www.kingdomfaith.com.